Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel. Today I'm here with Tasca Black. Hi. <laughs> so I saw you at the Bitbird Space Yacht. Is that one of yeah. the first shows in the U.S.? Um, I played Bonner last week with Julu. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Um, yeah, Space Yacht was my first show in LA. Yeah. <laughs> and I was there. <laughs> so you were born in Antwerp? In Antwerp, yeah. yeah. Born and raised in Antwerp, Belgium. And were parents from Antwerp as well? Yeah, all from Antwerp. Lived in Antwerp my entire life. Oh, wow. Yeah. What did they do? Uh, my dad is an engineer. Um, and my mom is housewife, like she took care of the kids. Where do you think you got your creative side from? I don't know, like that's a mystery. Like there's always been music around in the house. Um, and my dad plays the guitar a little bit. Oh. But my mom doesn't play any instruments. Um, so I don't know, like I started playing the violin when I was four. So I guess that's when like everything started. But I don't know where I got it from. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of music were they playing in the house? Uh, a lot of different, like my mom loves like French chansons mm-hmm. and my dad listens to like Eric Clapton and all like guitar music and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot of different music, like also classical music all, all the time and yeah, just radio music really. Do you remember the first CD or things you bought online? I don't know. The first CD I got was one from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, the, oh. great, the greatest hits CD. So were you more into that band music? I like when I was like eight or ten years old or something, I was really heavily into the Red Hot Chili Peppers and like Nirvana and, and everything. And then later on I got into electronic music. But yeah, when I was younger I really only listened to band music. Yeah. Yeah. How do you describe yourself back then growing up? Uh a very shy and introvert kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you like kept to yourself during school and stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Like I had, I had a lot of friends, but I wasn't the most like talkative guy of the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you like school? Um, I did. Like I still like like the social contact and I like seeing my friends. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I did like it. Yeah. <laughs> but you were sent to music school really early on, right? Yeah. So my parents actually. Um, drove me to this uh, school for, for little kids where they learn you how to play instruments and I they signed me up for the violin. Mm-hmm. So when I was four years old, I started uh, learning the violin. Um, and later on, when I was seven, I think, I started playing the piano. And then it was easy for me, like there were all those guitars around in the house. So it was easy for me to like pick up the guitar and get the hang of it pretty quickly. Was it like a, was it just classes or was it like a school, school sort with everyone else who does music? Um, like the violin was like a private school, mm-hmm. just for kids. Um, and then later on I went to like regular music school, which is for, for teenagers from like 7 to 17. I did that um, for 10 years. Wow, I find That's that really fascinating because I think only in Europe do there parents sent you guys to like music school like it's so specialized I don't really think that happens in the US 
Oh yeah, and it's, it's it's besides high school, and actually a lot of people do it. Like it's like it's completely separate, but still like a lot of people see it as an option to send their kids to music school. So young, so yeah. that's pretty cool actually. So were they? So they were like open from did they? So they already knew that you wanted to be a musician since you were young, or like how did it happen? That's a funny story. Like my mom said. I, I was when I was like really really long young like two years old I was always doing like this yeah and she was like okay it's a musician <laughs> and then she sent she sent me to learn the violin and then, <laughs> that's how it started I guess so your parents kind of locked you in on doing music for your career right because like could you have like you couldn't have like randomly because like you're already kind of set into doing music were you by going to the um, school and like not learning I, other honestly stuff. I always hated it I hated playing the violin I hated playing the piano but like that's why I quit the violin like I played from my 4 till 14 years old yeah and that's when I quit because I hated it um, but I actually graduated with piano and now like back then I hated it but now I'm so glad that I finished it because it's so helpful producing like if you be able to play the piano so, yeah, I, I, I never would have expected that I would end up doing music when I was, like, 12 years old. Mm -hmm. Did your parents see you have, like, a career, like, being a, like, concert musicianist? Or like, what is it called? Yeah. Concert? I don't understand. Yeah, I think so. I, I played in some orchestras, and, um, yeah, my mom always said, like, I was super good at the violin, but I always kind of ignored it and just, like, wanted to quit because I hated it so badly. But I think they kind of saw it coming. Like also when I decided last year to do music full time, it, like they they kind of saw it coming. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you studied engineering in college. Uh yeah, I did. What type um, of engineering? So, first year I did civil engineering. Mm -hmm. um, but it was like way too theoretical for me. Um, and then I switched to industrial engineering, um, and that's when I wanted to do computer science but after two years I dropped out to do music what about engineering attracted you initially initially I wanted to do programming like computer science and stuff just something with a computer I wasn't sure yet but yeah probably programming or something did you see yourself being like a programmer like did you like it that I much no like no like the only thing I was good at in in high school was math so it, it made sense oh. for me to go into engineering because my dad's an engineer. Mm. But like after a couple of years, I realized that I was not passionate at all. And like the classes didn't motivate me. And that's when I realized that music was probably the only thing that was ever gonna motivate me in life. So a lot of people at that time had been telling me, you, you just need to do what you, you wanna do. Don't look at the money you're gonna make, just do what you love. That's when I decided to drop out and just do music. Was that an easy thing to drop out? Were your parents like, no, like, finish college? Or did they just um, be like, go for your dreams? It was a very long process for myself. Because I was raised with the thought of go study, go to college, and get a good degree, and like, get a steady job. So it was really out of my comfort zone to like, say, hey, I'm gonna drop out of college and do music not knowing if I'm gonna succeed. So. That was a really long process for me mentally to go through, like if I really want to take the risk. Mm -hmm. But I 
like my parents were the moment I told them they were they were down. <laughs> what? Yeah. Damn. Like, okay. Like my dad was pretty skeptical at first. Like, are you gonna be able to live? Are you gonna be able to sustain yourself with music? But I think like I've accomplished so much in just a year that I think they're pretty confident mm -hmm. that I'm gonna succeed now. So. Did he go by another name before Tasca Black? Yeah, but I'm a few, a right? <laughs> oh, do you know them? I just, I don't know. I might have read it actually in interviews, or maybe you just said you had a few before. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it because I don't, I don't know if there's still stuff online. I don't, <laughs> I don't even want to say it. It's so bad. But yeah, I've done like dubstep, like drum and bass. I started actually with house and electro stuff. That's like when I was 12 years old. Oh wow. Yeah, and I've just gone through dubstep, gone through drum and bass, and then into like future bass when it became big, I guess. That's when I kind of found my sound, I think. What was the turning point that you realized that you were to become Task of Luck? Um, I was about 18 years old, and I was, I was, it was just a moment in my life that I just didn't like any music. Like for a year, I'd just been listening to everything. I, it was like a turning point. Like you, I just hated myself for being so into dubstep and drum and bass and not seeing the whole spectrum or something <laughs> that I just started experimenting and I for I used to hate pop music and at that point I really started appreciating pop music um, so yeah after a year of looking for a sound I decided like now I'm gonna do it seriously I'm gonna look for my own sound and after a year I think I found it and that's when I came up with Dusky Black so what, which were the pop singers that you were listening to that ch like changed your decision? Um, like a little later on, Dua Lipa, of course. Um, who else? Like lately, I've been really into um, Alessia Cara. Mm. Um, I love Julia Michaels. Yeah, just like really girly pop singers, actually. <laughs> but I love it. Was it a difficult transition from like making dubstep to more of the songwriting aspect, being in sessions? Yeah, I learned a lot actually. Like, only when I started working with Bitbird and my management, I got to do a lot of sessions and a lot, work a lot with singers. And that was actually the first time for me that I actually got to work with singers on a song. And I learned so much about like arrangement, composition, and like just making an actual song instead of like just a cool beat. Mm -hmm. And so, you're already familiar with sending stuff out to labels and blogs. That's why when you started Taskablock, you already knew where to send out right now the song. Yeah, I, for a while I only did, like, I'd only send stuff to labels. And when they didn't get back to me, I just was like, okay, it's not good enough, so I'm just going to move on. And then for Taskablock, I had two songs that I really believed in. And I just decided, like, okay, I'm going to find a label that's, like, not too out of my league and that's pretty close to me and that's when I found Bitbird because they're based in the Netherlands and I'm based in Belgium we speak the same language so and they weren't very big back then so I just sent them a mail like they have two songs and I like your vision like what do you think of my songs and they responded back in like yeah, three minutes yeah, yeah it was crazy <laughs> and, like funny fact I even sent them the wrong SoundCloud link what? Yeah, I sent them 
I sent them like the the public link while it was a private song, so they couldn't open it. Oh. <laughs> and they like replied like it's the wrong link, fam. Send the send the right one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like, I can't imagine them sending that to a demo right now. <laughs> but yeah. And then so you, so how did it work with them? So they just put that song out, but then you became part of their family at the same time, or? Um. Yeah, it was a long process. Like, I released one song at first, like, I talked a bit with Son and Tor. Um, and then, like, I think like, half a year later, um, they asked me to make a song for the first Goldian Finch um, compilation album. Uh, and that's when I made Leave Me. And that pretty much took off. Like, that got a lot of DJ support. And I think that's when Son really said, like, hey, I really believe in you. And we started talking more often. And I think that's when everything started for me. Like a couple of managers started hitting me up that they wanted to match me, so that was pretty surreal to me. And also like all of a sudden Marshmallow started playing my song, which was crazy. Oh wow. Yeah. So that's when everything took off really. How did you decide which people were the right ones to bring into your team, your managers? Um, I don't know, it all came very naturally. Like I know Son and Thor for a while. Only through the internet though, and at one point, um, Son actually left me a voice message like, hey, maybe it's time for you to take things more seriously with your music, um, and like, come meet us in the Netherlands and we'll talk some stuff about Vibert and what we can do for you. Um, so that's what I did, because that was actually the point that I was thinking of dropping out of music, uh, dropping out of college to do music. Oh. So yeah, it all fell into place. So and they manage you now? No, so Son and Thor basically, I, yeah, so they, we had a meeting to talk about what they could do for me with Bitbird, so we planned out a couple of releases, and then later on I got in touch with Son's manager, Booty, mm -hmm. um, and that's who I ended up signing with, so, yeah, best decision of my life. Oh, nice. <laughs> and did you have any financial pressures initially, or are you still living with your parents? I'm still living with my parents, yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> no it's pressure. a lot of money. <laughs> and then what was your music uh the inspiration for your music video dead inside um so when i made the song like i had this visual thing of a church in my head for some reason um so we talked with the director of the music video um and he had a couple of ideas so we started just to brainstorm on the meaning of the song and like depression and all that and um, how we live in such a saturated era that everything, everyone just like, especially millennials get kind of depressed by it. So that's where we took inspiration from to make the whole thing kind of as a metaphor. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of the inspiration for the video. Are you going through some yourself or is it mostly just like a societal issue? Yeah, it's more of a statement and not really to be critic, like it's not criticism. But it's just more of a statement and I wasn't going through depression but it was a point that I was struggling with uh, like mental issues a little bit myself because of stress and stuff so that's the point where I realized that that stuff is real and it's really hard to deal with it so mm -hmm. what kind of advice do you have for people who are going under mental stress um, talk with friends mm -hmm. like just say everything what you feel and just talk as much as possible um, yeah it depends like what kind of I dealt with anxiety and like panic attacks and everything for, because of stress 
and it took me a long time to realize that. Um, but for anyone struggling with that kind of stuff, um, I did breathing exercises, mm. and psychologists might help too. But I think in the first place, you just should just talk to friends or people struggling with the same same issues. How did you get in touch with Lowly Palace? Um, when I got in touch with my management, with my management, we basically set out some target um, labels that I really like that we wanted to get a release on and Lowly Palace was one of them and we sent them one song and they were down to release it so that's basically the short story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How would you say you've grown as a person since you were younger? Um, I'm still kind of the introvert kid that I was back then. I think I've gained confidence especially now doing music full-time that I've gained confidence but I think I'm pretty much the same kid as I used to be. Just love music and that's what I will always be doing I think. Mm -hmm. How would you say your music has changed since the early songs you made? Oh my music has changed a lot like especially in this year that I've been doing it full-time I've learned so so much I might if I listen to songs from a year ago they're so bad like I can't <laughs> even listen to them. So yeah I, I mean I've gained a lot of inspiration from pop music as I said before so that's definitely something that has changed about me. I used to like be heavily into dubstep where I just wanted to make a really like heavy drop or something. And now I just want to make a really good song that everyone like remembers in five years. That's my goal, to make a song that everyone will remember in five years. Mm -hmm. Outside of anxiety or mental issues, what would you say have been your biggest challenges? Um, I think that was my biggest challenge, like coming here, it's actually my first time in the US right now. Oh wow. Yeah, so I think that was a big challenge for me, like to mentally prepare myself for this and like this is really the point where I realized, okay, I've chosen music now and now I really gotta, gotta meet those expectations, like I gotta do those shows, I gotta make music every day and like, and only now I started to realize all that. Now I, now that I'm here for the first time and seeing everything, doing sessions every day. So it's really cool, but it's also stressful. Yeah. What does love mean to you? Oh, you ask this question to everyone or just son? <laughs> to everyone. Oh, okay. But son just loves it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has an interesting point of view on this, but I think I'm pretty traditional on love. I've had a girlfriend for, I have a girlfriend for over four years now. Oh wow. So for me love is just being with someone who you're super comfortable with and like if if they would randomly disappear out of your life it would if you would miss them every day I think you would love them like that's kind of my idea of love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Has it been difficult now like touring and we're finding out like we're doing good so far and I think we can handle it like it's, it's very different when you're just seeing somebody and then going on tour or when you've been together for four years and then going on tour. Mm. So, yeah, I think we're ready for it. Like, I, can, I think we can deal everything right now. Mm -hmm. What do you love about her personality? Um, she's kind of the same as me. She's, she's not too extrovert, but just a little. She's, she's more outgoing than me, which like compliments as well. But like she's, she has kind of the same, we have the same humor. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> That's so sweet. Kind of just the same personality, I think. <laughs> Last question. What do you want to be remembered for? Uh, I should have prepared this question. <laughs> I saw it coming. <laughs> um, is it really cheesy if I say my music? Hmm? No. No. Um, no, I just want to make, like, a song that people will remember for me for and just in the landscape of music I want people to see me as my own thing in the landscape like like a song like Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen or something like everybody knows it I want people in 10 years to look back and remember one of my songs like that yeah that'd be really cool I love that thank you so much thank you so much for having me bye bye